Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. And information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome everybody to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here. I'm back with Professor Drag. I'm actually coming uh, to you guys from Dallas, Texas. So I'm actually not in my Phoenix, Arizona apartment with my setup. So if the audio is a little bit different today, it's because uh, I'm with my buddy, my buddies, Tom and Kevin, we're out in uh, Dallas because we're just working on some stuff together. And uh, it's nice to get out of Arizona for us. So I'll be here until Saturday, but it's all a working thing. So I get to still do the show and uh, keep this consistent because I know we've had a lot of stuff come and go. We were talking a little bit about workers' compensation, you know, insurance fraud, that type of thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we were jumping into. And I wanted to tie that into an expanded thing about uh, just our legal system here. Um, there's not a lot of talk around impeaching a Supreme Court justice. You know, here's the thing. There's just another allegation of sexual misconduct that's, you know, surfaced, right? This time it's obviously something that's a little bit different. You know, there's been a lot of push for, you know, I remember last year around this time, they were fighting so hard to not give this guy the nomination, right, as a Supreme Court. Uh, justice and now they're looking to impeach this guy for whatever reason which i haven't actually read much into all i know is that ilhan omar typically you know unsurprisingly has been calling for that and um i I, you know what i don't understand is why this is something that's still going on and if this is even something that is uncon that is constitutional she's she she calls it our constitutional duty right uh because (laughs) Which is because, funny, but yeah. Uh, and that's the thing is like, I'm, I'm just going to call it for what it is. I don't know much about it. The reason why I want to bring this up is because goalposts constantly get moved in U.S. politics. And I don't even know what to follow. It's like, what's he being impeached for? What are we talking about? Didn't we just talk about this a year ago? Like, why are we still like, so you, you, you can't get the president or whatnot. And now it's like, I, I don't get it. Like, is it because there's new allegations? I mean, I don't understand what's going on. This is all allegedly. This is all. This is all uh, stuff that I we've talked about extensively. That's all. Now that we've talked about the, I know I've rambled a bit, but now that we've talked about the Constitution so much, what I'm going to say is this. Well, none of okay, this is constitutional. But, none of this is. Well, okay. In the Constitution, they have a duty to impeach. Uh, justices that's part of their responsibility but they have to have just cause to do so well that's what i'm saying alleged allegedly is yeah, not that misconduct thing yeah that, that's that's not one uh, oh jesus i don't even know why we're i mean yeah so let's move forward with this um <laughs> because i would like to see him impeached i really do because Brett Kavanaugh is horrible as a justice. <laughs> really? Is. If you see his, his decisions, it's totally horrible. 
Well, I was behind. I was behind his nomination because of all that fake um, accusations and everything. And I don't. I know about his history a little bit, but what about him as a Supreme Court justice? Because uh, I don't know much about his history. Okay, so that. he's ruling against I just know that. Seriously, like I mean, I mean, because I'm I'm really pro Trump. So yeah, Kavanaugh's like anti-Trump. And I'm thinking, oh man! <laughs> but you know, you would think he would. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly thought he was a conservative dude, but he's not at all. He's yeah. just trying to save his own skin, trying to show people, hey, look, I'm not as bad as you guys thought. He's those kind of guys, you know. He's a he's a quote unquote moderate. Sure. And to me, a moderate is just another way of saying Chino. That's what he is. He's just another Chino. And that's what we don't need. We don't need those types of people ruling from the bench or, or just in power or have any type of uh, anything. So, yeah, I mean, if he gets impeached, the Democrats are pretty stupid. So they'd be doing us a favor. And then, you know, Trump could appoint somebody who's actually conservative. You know, and, and that's the truth. We need, because <clears throat> we talked, we said this yesterday in our conclusion, we need more conservatives why because conservatives actually know and understand the word if you understand the word you're going to do things correctly well i mean and that's the thing that i want to before we jump into that i want to i want to make that very very clear for our viewers as well that conservative right every time we talk about it right now conservative wise it means christian it means a belief in the bible because there's a lot of people and we got to talk about Kathy Zhu because Kathy Zhu is one of those fake conservatives. And I, I'll go into detail about her. Yeah. But, but let, in fact, let's segue into that later. But I, I almost don't want to, when I say, when I define conservative now on the show, just like street conservatism, it really is just Christianity. That's really all it is, you know, cause I don't, I don't like even just saying that because there's so many people that say conservative and they don't actually know what that means. A true conservative is a Christian in every sense of the word because God's law, it's natural law, right? So, no, but that's exactly it. That's literally what it meant. The, the laws of nature is God's law. It's just how it goes. But the problem is many Christians, and not many, like a good majority of Christians do not understand God's law. They don't understand Romans. They don't understand what you described as Matthew. <laughs> sure, sure. And, and, and when they don't and when and when they don't understand that, they don't really know what they believe in. That's that's the plain and simple truth. And I'll give you an example of this because now that I brought up Kathy Zhu, I, I want to talk about this. Now I'm not here to blast this girl, right? But if you claim to be a conservative, obviously there's a there's a few different things that go along with that with that meaning here. And I'm give me a second. I'm actually gonna find a an old screenshot from her tweet. Cause I'll be honest, this girl tweets some crazy stuff. It's just like, no, so- forget about the tweets. Just, just no. about her non-modesty. Well, she is like yeah, the yeah, least right, modest right. person on the planet. I'm uh, not on the planet, but, no, but, but you know what? Actually, you know, I commend you, sir, for actually bringing up modesty because you know, you know, Christian women dressing modestly and everything. Those are things that I believe in. It's like, but you know, it's just not something you see very much anymore. Hold on, I'm trying to pull this up because I really want to bring this up for this particular show. But in the meantime, talk about yeah, yeah. So like, because I I, I, I looked up Kathy Zoo and and she's cool and all this other stuff, but 
she does things not because out of principle or anything like that. She does right. it for attention. Exactly. So exactly. You know, and, so, and that's the so problem. Because she, she writes things like, you don't have to be a Christian to be a conservative. You don't have to be pro-life <laughs> to be a conservative. You don't have to hate weed to be a conservative. You don't have to be straight to be a conservative. And you don't have to be traditional to be conservative. And I love what people comment and they're like, so what exactly are you conserving? It's, and then, you know, it's the typical milk toast response of low taxes, small government. And, and, and it's like, these, she doesn't know anything. Like, I'm, I'm just saying it right now. It's like, people are always saying, you got to get with uh, some of these people and be the Asian rally for conservatism. I'm like, this girl's a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess here's the thing, right? Like, I get it if you don't fully understand it, but but she's a progressive Republican is what she is. She votes yeah. right, but, but she's a progressive. And that's what people need to understand, which we've defined on this show, is that there's Republicans and there's Democrats, but progressivism is rampant in both. Yeah, that's... that's oh, well, hold on. Clean it up. I think you can go back and ask something. No, no, I ain't going back... Counselor spilled her coffee. And now she has to tell me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's on the there show, no... Counselor. <laughs> I know. You're very. She can't hear. You. Let me turn it off so she can hear you because your your volume is really low. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's just how it is. No, because it's just how it is with your setup today. No, but anyway, but going. I got you on full max now. Speak. I want to hear you say something. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> no, but going back to Kathy uh, Zhu, that's the problem with, with I don't want to say almost, uh, a, I would say maybe 51%. I don't want, like a good majority would be like yeah. 75, 80%. So about a simple majority of and, Republicans. And, and, yeah, and I also don't want to come across like a chauvinist pig here, but it's actually very easy to identify true conservative women. You know how you find those out? They're not on Instagram. They're not showing off their butts. I mean, I'm just, I'm just being real with you. Like, if you want to find real conservative women, they're not going to be on the internet. They're just not. If you're looking yeah. for, like, real conservatives, they're probably, you know, getting married. They're probably having kids. And I can understand why the internet likes to make fun of that fact. But it's true. It's true. <laughs> well, I could totally see your point. I really do. But I, I just, I'm thinking, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you shouldn't. In theory, you really shouldn't be doing things like that. You just shouldn't because the temptations are too great. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, because here's the thing. I, uh, I've seen a lot of Christian women who are very sexy. You could be very sexy without showing your cleavage because some, some women are just naturally big breasted and I like big boobs and you know what I mean? But, and you could, I'll be honest with you, man, since my battle, and I'll say this openly on this show, you know, I've been battling pornography addiction for many, many years. It's actually going to be part of the thing I want to help young men through. And after quitting it, it's like, dude, you hit that, like, two to three week part where you haven't looked at porn at all. And you have to actually train your eyes to bounce. Literally, like you have to train yourself to look away and don't get me wrong. I love women <laughs> and everything. I don't want to make this show about that, but the way to quit 
is to not look. I'm serious. Like, yeah, no, that's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life and I'm still doing it. Right. But that's the thing is like, you know, a lot of times when we talk about conservative women, I, I will say this, right. Contrary to what the mainstream may believe, or even what the internet forums may read, you're just going to know by her actions. You're just going to know by her so-called fruit, as the Bible would say, right? It's just like, does this woman honor her parents? Does she exude, you know, godly characteristics? Is she somewhat modest? You know what I mean? If she's on Instagram showing off her butt, even if it's in yoga pants, and it's like, yeah, it, granted, it's it's you know, it's nonchalant. It's kind of like the underlying tone here, which every man implicitly knows is she wants attention. And that's not conservatism. (laughs) Anyways, that was a segue, but I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure that something that's really honestly the truth. She's one. She's not that pretty. Okay. Well, we don't have to, we don't have to go into her looks here. yeah, no, 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 but I'm gonna no, but this really needs to be said. Just let me finish everything. Okay. She's okay. not that pretty, and she's not like her body is not like banging, like, ooh, she got the biggest butt or the biggest breast. She is, you know, she's an average looking person. She's not like a six, she's not a four, she's not ugly, but she's not pretty. She's very average. So when I see somebody like her doing what she does. I, I really feel bad for her because I guarantee you something happened to her when she was little. Whether she had parents or grandparents who kept telling her how ugly she was or something, she was beaten down as a kid and her self-esteem was shattered. Or she could have been abused and it broke her. Something like when you look at somebody like her, you know, she's just an average girl. She's not, you know, like I could see how somebody who's like just drop dead gorgeous doing something like that. Why? Because their entire life, they're told how pretty they are. Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so pretty, so pretty, so yeah. pretty. And then you get into modeling or acting or something where you're out because you've been told you're so beautiful. But when she does what she, what, when a person does what they do that's similar to Ms. Um, Zoo, it's because they were broken down in a negative way. That's why she's doing anything and everything to get attention, whether she believes in it or not. And that's why if I was to say anything like, look, in all honesty, maybe you should reach out to her because she really needs to hear from a real Christian person how to, you know, deal with her demons. Seriously, because man, that is one broken chick. Well, one thing, I know we're going off topic off of the whole impeachment thing, but I really think it actually ties into how the general public or what you would think of as typical Republicans or conservatives would think, right? And that is specifically the idea that, hey, you know what? The crazy thing when it comes down to this is people don't know why they believe in what they believe. Kathy Zhu has said in, in a most recent post, right? And I, I hate to harp on Kathy. I'm sure she's a nice girl. People probably know me well enough here that I will critique people. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Points. She's too but, nice. No, no, but so listen to what I have to say. It's not that she's too nice. Is that she has this kind of like, don't mess with me. I'm going to do what I want. But then I also don't know what I'm talking about. For example, she'll say things like, my views are very simple. 
you know, don't tell me what I can say, can't say, blah, blah, blah. Let people make their own choice, abide by the constitution. But here's the problem with that. She's pro-choice. And here's what a lot of people don't understand, especially if they're not informed, is we've talked about abortion being unconstitutional. Why? Because it violates the 17th and it violates the fourth amendment or uh, second amendment, right? Which is self-preservation. And that means- Well, but the main thing- it violates the Eighth Amendment because it's a loss of physical liberty. That's, correct, correct. But, but look, see, you kill somebody, you're killing their liberty. But see, here's the funny thing about a lot of conservatives in that same sphere is they'll say things like, you know what, don't take our guns, right? The Second Amendment is not about your guns. It's about the right to self-preservation and the right to be able to defend yourself in the faces of tyranny, even if it's your own government, right? And yeah. the, the thing with that is that when she says, well, then you can go ahead and be pro-choice. Well, it's like, if we can all agree that, you know, life starts at conception, maybe she doesn't believe that, but then that wouldn't really make her a conservative because you're not conserving life. You're not conserving the essence of what, where our rights come from and, and, and what that is all about. So how can you have respect for anything in the constitution? That's what I don't get is because, and I don't blame her. I just don't, I just don't think she's educated in this yeah you 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 go you know what i mean it's fox news conservatism is what i call it It, it's it's trump rally make america great again conservatism but it's not the teachings of christ and what it really means and you know honestly i'm not saying people need to go out and become history buffs i'm just saying you need to know what your values are like i i can speak about these things because i know what my values are not because I'm trying to fit into a particular mold. Believe me, we've gotten into some talks where I'm like, bro, this is like, you say this in public, even conservatives will shoot you down. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. It's like, I, but it's what I believe. So anyways, well, go back to what you were though. saying. Yeah. But the reason why is because they're afraid of what people are going to say about them in the media. And that's Correct. how we tie it in to Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh has been deciding incorrectly against some of Trump's policy like asylum because why he wants the media to love him but now that they're after him again he's like see dude you're never going to win the opinion of progressives you just not progressives love death culture and that's why you know, probably why Kathy Zoo gets a pass because she's holding up a gun and that's kind of like death culture. <laughs> and she's pro-choice, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you know, they could, they should have been way harder on her, but they weren't. They just weren't. Why? Because she's the type of conservative they want. You know, somebody who celebrates death. And uh, which is fine, whatever. But going back to Brett Kavanaugh, It'd be a blessing in disguise if he does get impeached because man, we don't need, like we need a justice like, like Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is solid. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's how everybody needs to vote like him because he votes with his conscience, which is based fundamentally in that Bible. He knows it. He quotes it. So, you know what I mean? And it's like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So like when I, when I see guys like Ben Carson or, or Clarence Thomas quoting the Bible as reasons for, you know, them doing what they do, that's, that's a good indication that w- how 
you know, that's a good indication in what direction they're going to move towards. And, uh, you know, so, and I have no problem with that. And uh, people might call them kooky or crazy or mentally ill because it's true. How often do they call these men crazy? Oh, they're just crazy. He might be a good brain surgeon, but he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's retarded and everything else. And I'm thinking, yeah, how do you become a brain surgeon and be crazy and everything else? It makes no sense. But on that note, um, yeah, so focusing now back on the law, the it, Brett Kavanaugh is a good example of what we were talking about yesterday, how these judges are out of control. Like in our case, our judge already made up his mind. He made up his mind. He was pre-picked uh, uh, because, you know, I'll say it, the counselor, you know, she doesn't have a lot of experience in trial. So we were unaware about how we could also have like one chance to pick a judge until it was too late. You know what I mean? Because we thought that we can, we wanted to give this judge a chance, but then if he was too biased, then we'd get another one. But I guess you got to pick right. your judges okay. before the starts. But, but that's the thing. These judges are not doing anything based on law. You know what I mean? They're, they're doing things based on their opinions. So their opinions, we have to know where their opinions derive from. So with like Clarence Thomas and um, and the guy who just uh, Scalia, he's dead. But we knew there were real. I mean, yeah, it kind of sucks that he's dead. But look, there are Christians. They did not hide it, and they were always quoting the Bible and getting biblical with this and that, which is fine. But it really does work. Yeah, and I, a lot of people don't agree with the Bible because they say it's not fair or whatever. But it actually is fair when you're dealing with the masses the best way to get, you know, as much liberty and as much, you know, fairness as fair can possibly be, you got to rely on the word of the Bible. Why? Because it's a philosophy that's worked for over 2,000 years. Well, and, and it has. It's, that's why I, it's, it's perfect law. It's perfect law. Yeah, well, it, it's, but that's why I know exactly how long it's been. It's 2019 years. <laughs> it's been perfect for 2019 years. Unfortunately for the Jews, it wasn't fair. The Old Testament has a lot of flaws. <laughs> no, no, the Old Testament doesn't have any flaws. They just didn't follow it. That's the well, problem. But, but, well, well, that's the flaw. It's too complicated. See, the, if it's, the, but see, Christianity has been simplified. Like it's simplified the Old Testament. That's why it's not, it, I mean, it's still not easy because it's hard to love yourself. Uh -huh. uh, but it's, it's still, I mean, come on, think about it. You have 10 laws that are, you know, I don't want to say absolute, but it's absolute laws are really difficult to follow. But then how Jesus broke it down and simplified it to two, well, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's real basic. It's real simple. And then the whole thing about yes and no, you know what I mean? Just real basic. You could honestly run your life just knowing three things. Understanding yes, meaning yes, and no, meaning no. And the two commandments Jesus laid down. That's your entire life. You can base your entire life, whether it's your career, whether it's uh, how to raise your kids, Every single thing you can think of 
can be broken down into those three simple things. It's that yeah. simple. Like seriously, yeah. like in, in, in all honesty, you could even take out the second commandment and just base your life on just the first one, loving yourself and loving God. Because, yeah, you know, that's... You need to. Yeah, it's really... Yeah, and when you love yourself, you automatically start loving your neighbors <laughs> as you love, you know what I mean? And, and I'm telling you, but, you know, Jesus added a little bit more extra instruction. But my point is, you could honestly do everything in your life based on that. And that's how the law should be. The law should be straightforward. And that's why these judges are dangerous because they're not straightforward. You know, like we're dealing with another case and the judge was wrong with the dates. And because the judge is wrong with the dates, we don't get to speak to him again. We don't. But, and that's because he's not open to those three commandments. He doesn't love himself. I know he doesn't love himself because if he loved himself, he wouldn't have made a, such a obvious mistake. But then if he loved himself, he would catch his mistakes. See, that's the problem with loving yourself. Like when you love yourself, you have to be aware of your shortcomings. I know my shortcomings. I got anger issues. I like women too much. You know what I mean? Like I'm excessive yeah. with that. And that's a real problem. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I do a lot to stop those things. And it kind of hurts, you know, the counselor or, 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 or the baby or something like that. You know what I mean? Because I have to distance myself from a lot of things just so I don't act out or have unclean thoughts. So, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to walk around thinking about something when I should be focused on family or whatever. You know right, what I mean? Because right. yeah. it's really difficult when, when you should be focused on what we do. And what we do, especially because like, you know, as soon as we hang up, the counselor has like telephonic, you know, settlement conferences and BS like yeah, that. Yeah. So, you know, I got to be sharp and focused. But if I'm thinking about the conversation I had earlier with some dude, you know, that we were talking about, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, no, no, but I'm not kidding you. This is, this is real. Like, at 11 at 11 40 yeah i was talking to some dude from uh it's called uh pablo's barbershop right and uh dude's like a six three black dude like pretty big and uh so we were talking about making a deal and uh and all of a sudden like these he's, he notices a couple of chicks across the street and he goes he goes excuse me real quick but uh do you think that's real? And I'm like, I took a look and I'm like, oh, come on, man. I said, that, that's, you know, that's an operation, like one of those butt lifts, the surgical butt lifts. That's not real. I said, no white girl has butts like that. That's just not how they're built unless they're Brazilian. You know what I mean? Right, now, right. But do you see how like quick I was able to objectify people? Because that's just a part of me. That, that's yeah, just how that, like. That, that, that's no, no, but that's what people always say is that's how I am. But you have to train yourself to be different. That's why exactly. I'm right now overcoming carnal lust and like porn. Like, dude, every man, Christian man, even if though there's ministers in the church, they're like, I can't help my. Yes, you can help yourself. It's, yeah, it's exactly. the fact that you don't, want to, you don't want to give that stuff up is mainly the problem. You know, that's, yeah. no, that's but, the but, hard part. But do you see, no, and that's what I'm saying. And see, and ultimately that hurts the counselor and the baby. Why? Because my mind should be focused on other things. But you know what I mean? As soon as that guy, you know, uh, brought it up, I can analyze that quick. I just, one glance, I already knew it was surgery. You know what I mean? Like, you know, how, yeah. and that's the point. We are weak. 
And it's a constant struggle. And that's how you know that it's not easy to love yourself. It's not because you always, you know what I mean? What, what is subconscious or consciously, it's a part that you always have to, because think about this. It wasn't in my mind. I wasn't even thinking about it. But as soon as it got suggested, boom, it goes back on. And that's the problem with all of us. We have a difficult time controlling or even seeing triggers that are going to automatically make you say something stupid or whatever, which is why you always have to always forgive yourself or always forgive others because we all fall into those traps. And, and, and that's the that's and that's the problem with Brett Kavanaugh. He does not recognize that he is falling into the same traps that plagues everybody. You know what I mean? He doesn't know it. Yeah. And and since he's a and that's why we know he's not a Christian. <laughs> Seriously, because every Christian person knows struggle. Look, that talk about the surgery and everything else. I caught myself. After I said it, I'm like, dude, focus. I said, I'm, you know, I said, look, you got to, I said, look, that's just a Brazilian thing, da 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 And then I broke it down into like ethnicity, race, da 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 and then brought it back to slavery. And um, you know what I mean? I was able to do all of that because why? You recognize it. So if you don't recognize your own shortcomings, you're never going to be able to fix it. And see, Brett Kavanaugh doesn't understand his shortcomings of wanting to be yeah. Oh, I found something I wanted you to look at. Oh, I sent it to me. No, I, I have a question. I can't send it to you. Well, just tell me real quick. They could hear. Don't worry. Just hold on. This is legal stuff. You guys could hear it. Go ahead. Say it. Well, in 2007, uh, Armstrong versus Davis, the remedial plan, they didn't. Um, they didn't comply to it, and yeah. they were trying to make. Uh, there was a quote about accountability and the warnings warning and the medical staff to be responsible yeah there you go so, we use that I, I don't know why that judge didn't no but we'll bring it up and, and you're telling us we have to prove it when the law said it no but we have to quote it as long as we quote it then we proved it we didn't quote it good enough that, that's their issue we didn't quote it that's all anyway no but see but that applies to what we're talking about today see because they want us look Am these yeah, because that's where I got it from. That's exactly where I got it from. Yeah, holding wardens in prison medical instruments. Yeah, so we're right. They're wrong. See, this judge is fucking wrong. Fuck, this is what pisses me off. See, we got to see, this is what we're talking about. We're right. We're quoting judges, and they don't even know their own laws. They don't even know their own uh, orders, court orders. They don't know it. And that's the problem. See, and because they don't know it, well, we have new evidence then. We can do a motion to reconsider. Yeah, we'll do that then. Well, no, you're so, ready to kill, so I don't know what happens when we do. No, we do both. We have we have no choice. We got to do both. Seriously, we got to do both. There's no way around it. Let me call David. He knows a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but kidding. we got to take it back. Once you appeal. No All right. Okay. 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 Let me just do the show. Uh, no, but, but, do, but do you see, that's the problem. These judges, they say one thing and then they do another and then they yeah. go, well, you got to prove it. And then, you know what I mean? That's insane. Like if these guys were honest to God, 
you know, Christians, they would have, like, would already know. Like, I know the first commandment already. I already know. You don't, I don't need to be reminded of it. You know what I mean? I already know. These guys, but that's my point. The biggest problem facing this country are the Chinos. That is, that's, that's the serious thing. And because they run around and they say, oh, guess what? Guess what? Oh, no, I'm a Christian. And, and then they go into this God spiel. But you know what I mean? It has right. nothing to do with Christianity. But everybody gives them a pass because they said God or Christ or something. And that's not right. That's the point. These Chinos are destroying this country. These judges are godless. They are godless people because they think they're gods. They think their word is absolute. And they don't even know what their words are. And Kavanaugh is, is that prime example. He's the godless man. And, uh, and people might say, oh, that's harsh. But it's not. You look at his life. Think about this. He was crying about this and that because he said his kid said something. And this is like, like a legitimate thing. Uh, during the, the hearings, his right. uh, um, the um, confirmation hearings, he quoted his kid. The kid goes, and we spoke about this because uh, when they were, he's like, yeah, my 10-year-old during our nightly prayers. See now, he's, see, here's the thing. You don't need to even bring this up. What you pray about, that's between you and, and God. You know what I mean? I don't need to know your prayers. Seriously, right. I don't need to know. But he's telling us his prayers anyway. <laughs> no, but anyway, but there's something inherently wrong with that. I don't know what happened to your video. Yeah, yeah I just off. turned it off because the internet, you know, I want to make sure it's... Yeah, 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 but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no worries, no worries. I know you're, you're somewhere new. Um, um, so anyway, so he brings it up and he goes, yeah, so my 10-year-old, we're praying... And then he goes, I, and then he goes, yeah. And so my 10 year old daughter starts uh, praying for, um, mm -hmm. for that lady, doctor, whatever her name is. She's, you know, I don't know what she's a doctor of, but you know, for dog, let's pray for her. And then, you know, and then he starts crying a little bit and then he goes, you know, Hey, you know, this and that blah, 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 which is true. Look, look, it's good that you're praying for somebody who's confused, but that's not how you bring it up. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to bring something like that up, tell the truth. It's like, hey, look, whether you're praying for her or not, that's, that's one thing. But just because you pray for somebody doesn't mean they don't deserve punishment. If somebody's yeah. lying and somebody's doing all of this stuff, you know, you pray for them. Exactly. Because you got to pray for the weak and the mentally ill and hopefully, you know, they, you know, I, you know, like, um, you, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, whatever it is that you pray for the, for the mentally ill for, right. but it doesn't mean you don't punish those people. I worked with developmentally disabled people or mentally ill people. And just because they're mentally ill doesn't mean that you don't hold them accountable. Well, that's and the problem is people have a lack of accountability when it comes to a lack no, of but think about that. Yeah. No, no, but really don't, don't gloss over the fact that that's how I knew he was a fake Christian because he's talking about, oh, we got to forgive her, forgive her, forgive her. It's like, one, that's not our job. Our job is not to forgive our job because that's God's job. 
You know what I mean? God is the judge. I'm not the judge. You're not. Well, I'm, technically, he's a judge. <laughs> but you know what I mean? His job is not to be judging character. It's not. He's only judging actions. That's all he has to do. So, you know what I mean? To do that fake Christian thing is, is very dangerous because it lets people, I don't it just leads people down a wrong path because, you know, I don't know much about, you know, judging character other than my own. I like, you know, like what I said to the, about the Brazilians or whatever, that was wrong. That's bad character. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> I know that you don't tell me that because you're not my, you know, you're not God. You're not, I don't want to hear from you. Yeah. You know, I want to hear from God or somebody like your, like your friend, somebody who knows you, you know, like if you told me something, I ain't going to get pissed because you know, you know what I mean? I know you're not judging, me. Right. you know, but then if somebody else they're judging and that's not your job, your job is not to do that. So if he is trying to say, that it's okay to judge people's character, well, then that's wrong because we're not God. You know, and we're not. That's only God's job. Our job is to judge people by their actions. If somebody's, you know, spitting on the floor and, you know, then we can say, okay, this person is creating a health hazard. Why? Because of the physical evidence. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but this is what he's doing. We're not saying he's a bad person who's going to go to hell because we don't know. We honest, we will never know who goes to hell or heaven. We don't because right. we're not God, but we have a pretty good sense, you know, what I mean? so, yeah. but it's the truth. No, but, no, it is. It is. But I think what I want to remark on from listening to hearing you talk about that is back to the whole aspect of judges, right? Yeah. We've essentially given them, especially if it's all theory based and, and there's a lot of bias, we've given them the power to be able to basically create the outcome and the consequence that they want for certain types of people. And that's why the whole aspect of values is so especially important. When you talked about Anton Scalia and you talked about Clarence Thomas, it's like, well, where did they draw their judgment from? It was from values. It was from, I mean, as their, their job was to be a judge, a mediator, right? But it's like, if people don't have values, it's like, it doesn't even matter anymore. You're just going to go based off of docket numbers and what's worked in the past. And that's why like yeah. when they have more, I guess, like progressive judges, it's like, what's, where are the values coming from? Right. If you're a socialist, you're going to just, you're, you're going to completely throw out the fact that people of different ethnic backgrounds, classes or whatnot are all going to have experiences unique to their own. They're not all going to be of the same, but you're going to come into that with prejudice. And I think that that's the dangerous thing is like, you know, conser even like conservatism as a whole, what I think this episode's really about is people don't understand what their values are and they don't know why it is. But here's the thing that's, that's very, very prevalent in education. They give you the how, they give you the what, but they don't really give you the why. And I think that that's what's fundamentally wrong with a lot of uh not just academic institutions, but even just people in general. You you have the how, you have the what, but do you don't but know why. why. <laughs> no, but I, and 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 I think we said this before too. And my geometry teacher actually taught me this. He yeah. goes, "You always got to ask why." 
you always got to ask why. You got to be that kid in the back of the room, snot-nosed kid, and always ask why. Because right. if you don't know the why, then there's no, there's no reason yeah. for anything. Because, like, if, you know, why? There is no why. So you're just doing things blindly, aimlessly for no reason. And that's not good. And that's why we have so much trouble. Because everybody's doing things not based on why. They just don't. They don't know why. Right. And like for a long time, I never knew why. That's why I was so bad. <laughs> why? <laughs> because I didn't have any why. I knew the how. I knew the what. Just never knew the why. And the why is the values. Because what you'll hear people talk about when they talk about progressivism, even conservatives will say this. They'll go, oh, well, the Bible was written 2,000 years ago or whatnot. And that's why we have to keep up with the times and the culture. You know, I don't know the ironic thing is the Bible doesn't speak to culture or the times. It speaks to man's true nature, which doesn't really change. Carnal lust back then, whether it was ancient Rome or Babylon or the United States of America, human nature hasn't changed. You want to go out and shag a bunch of people like they were doing that in Babylon. They were doing that, you know, in Rome. What people say like, hey, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you know, you should basically only have one sexual partner, you know, which we've all stumbled in, right? You should basically have these things. People go, oh, well, that's old-fashioned thinking. That's traditional thinking. They need to get with the times. It's not about getting with the times. The Bible was the same in the beginning. It will be in the end, and it will be always. That's what people don't understand is they go, well, it's context, right? Context of what? It, it, it's God's time is, is outside of that. And when we read into the values of it, values don't change. That's the thing. Culture, no, but, but see – People, if you have values and they're rooted in something that doesn't change, that's a rock, then you're always going to be fine because times may pass, countries may die. I mean, even Jesus himself said heaven and earth will pass away, but my words never will. And, and the thing but is, it doesn't, it doesn't speak I, I to gotta make a countries. It's, it, what? The, the reason why the Bible tells us to have only one sexual partner is the why is so we don't get diseases i'm not kidding you we can get it like get rid of almost all of our diseases if we only had one sexual partner you know there would be no hpv there would be no cancer you know like because hpv gives you throat cancer ovarian cancer all kinds of cancers if you only had one sexual partner guess what you don't got to worry about it Mm-hmm. Seriously, you'd be shocked at the diseases that happens because you've had more than one partner. If you had one partner in your entire life, you're going to live a very healthy, disease-free life. Seriously, that's how we're made. All, you know, a lot of animals are like that as well. It's not like, you know, they don't have multiple partners. They just, they just don't. The males do, but the females don't. And it's kind of like an unfair thing, but Especially women. Women are not designed to have multiple partners. They're just not because of the disease factor because our private parts are sterile. And how do you get something, you know, diseased, ridden? Because when you introduce bacteria into something that is sterile, you contaminate it. And that's what happens. The vagina is sterile. It cannot have a lot of multiple partners because you're going to break, you know, look, it's just how it works. 
So, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say things like this, but it's the truth. And, and I know a lot of people are like, dude, you're crazy. You can't say things like that. No, it's medically, it's factual. These are real medical scientific facts. Women are not designed to have multiple partners. They're not. It's, that's how they get sick from yeast infections to whatever. They're introducing bacteria into that. That's the why. Like, seriously, it's not just because it's a moral thing. God gave us instructions. Hey, look, if you want to live a long, healthy, disease-free life like these whales living for thousands of years, can't have a lot of sexual partners, only one. You can have a lot of right. sex, but you better pick that dude right. <laughs> but no, that's how it works. Yeah. Seriously, that's what sodomy is. Sodomy is bad. Why? Not because God said it's this or that. It's because he's trying to tell us, hey, look, that's how you get diseases. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up a system where if you guys don't follow the rules of living healthy, you guys are going to live a long, painful life because you brought it upon yourself. Not me. I'm giving you guys options to be like me. You know, because right. God has free will. So he gave us free will. And that's the thing. So it's like, look, you guys get to choose. Healthy life, you know, might be boring to a lot of you guys. But you know what? If you can get over it, you guys are going to have a long, healthy, prosperous, disease-free life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't, but it says something time remaining. I don't get it. But uh, something oh, popped yeah. up on my screen that said... Uh, because I'm using a temporary app, so we're going to have to end this in about 10 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah that's so okay. I don't want to get cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that won't happen. Does it make sense happen. what I'm saying, though? Yeah, it makes but do you see sense. How, no, but, but do you see how it also makes sense to judges and how we're not supposed to judge? God didn't even judge us with that. He gave us options. He goes, look, you're going to live a life riddled with disease, plagues, and all, but it's you guys self-fulfilled it, like self-fulfilling prophecies. He right. set it up that way because we don't understand why, if that makes any sense. Nobody understood why, why we should only have one multiple partner, why we should be modest, why, like nobody ever teaches that, you know, and then nobody teaches why it's so, because look, getting attention is good. It feels good to get a lot of attention. Everybody on the radio or TV doing what we do, we like the attention. That's why we do what we do because it's it feels good to be the best at something. You like right. the place. But then, you know, but then that's why, like, I learned that too. Oh, my goodness. I know at the end. The baby's huh? crying, I know. Yeah, I know. No, she's just being a I – I have no idea what she wants. But uh, anyway – uh, I think she just wants to see you. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's what she wanted. But anyway, but the thing is with these judges and the law, people have to start, you know, questioning these judges. They really do because we have, like, and I'm, these are like my final thoughts. Yeah. We as Christian people, even myself being a new guy at it, uh, as it. people, you have to be able to recognize when somebody's making an improper judgment because judges are not judging our character because only, and it is, I honestly know this as a fact, only God knows our character. Like, I don't know your character. Only God knows. I have a little bit of hints, 
but I do not know because I will never know what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. Only God knows that. So we can never make a judgment on what another man's heart says because, right. you know, like, uh, and this is going to sound uh, unscientific to many people who are, you know, like me or more like me, atheist, scientific minded only, but you know, you don't know if somebody honestly has like a demon inside them. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know what, what if somebody's demonically possessed, if that's even possible. What if somebody has like, you don't know what's inside somebody's heart. You really don't. You don't know if, if because I know this sounds like Star Trek stuff, but God is the only entity that we know that can turn energy into matter. But we don't know if other beings like that is that even humanly possible. So with that in mind, what if that's inside somebody has to deal with that? What if that demon's doing things like that? We don't know. We honestly do not know what's inside somebody's heart. It could be at as extreme as a demon or, you know, this guy's mentally ill, just standard mental illness when his mom was doing crack and now he's crazy. You know what I mean? With uh, fetal alcohol syndrome. We don't know another person's heart because we don't know who he is. He might not even know who he is. Doctors might have never diagnosed these problems because we don't know what people are born into. What if a crack baby doesn't know his mom, he was adopted, doesn't know he's a crack baby, has all of these genetic predisposition to violence or something, but his heart is still pure because he just doesn't know. You know what I mean? And it goes back to why. So as crazy as that might sound, well, we've I honestly believe about that. demons no, and devils and things like that. I believe in that stuff because it makes perfect sense to me now. It, no, really I, do. I do too. And that, that's why I want to kind of you know, put it there is, is it's all about the why. I think that to talk about judges, people's values, and even people like Kathy Zhu is people are missing the why. If people started asking why more often, right? It's funny because all those roads eventually, you, you go back to the Bible and every why eventually comes back to that. But the, the thing is, I think that there's not enough um, conservative influencers or pundits out there that have a, a full thorough understanding as to what their why really is. You know, and, and that's the thing is when Kathy Zhu is asked a question like, well, what are you really conserving at the end of the day? What are you really conserving? Small government, limited taxes. It's like, okay, okay, we understand how that's good for for um, free market capitalization and, and the free market economic system. But what about for people? What do you really believe in, right? And the problem is a lot of people don't really know. Yeah. They can't, they can't really say so. And I can't say I blame them 100%, but... Oh, I do. You're just misinformed. You know? like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just a lot of people are 100% non-informed when it comes to this kind of thing. And that's a real thing. It's, it's a real problem. And these are the same people that become Supreme Court justices. They become pundits on Fox News. They become leaders, right? They don't really know anything. They think well, they do, but they don't. Well, and, and to further your point, the problem, and that's where we start with the right, because they're the ones that claim to be Christians, but they're just not. They're only Christian in name only. They don't take it seriously because they don't understand the greatness that could happen when we follow it. Mm 
if we follow the word, you got to, I mean, a lot of listeners just have to trust me on this. But when you follow the word to the T, great things won't happen to you. I guarantee you this because this country was founded on, on literally founded on the word. Not word per word, but man, they quoted a lot of the Bible into the Constitution, not just the Old Testament. Zero from the Old Testament, but from the New Testament. And that's what's crazy. This is the greatest country in the history of this planet. Better than Egypt, better than anything. And when you follow you the word. It. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it's the truth. It's insane the greatness that we have accomplished. Even yeah. though we've had slavery and all this other stuff. But our greatness is a testament to what happens when you follow the word. And that's what we're conserving. What are we conserving? The greatness of the word. That's what we're trying to conserve because we want to, like, earth is already heaven. It's a beautiful place. You know, when you right. drink clean water, it's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anybody other than alcoholics who believe that, you know, that, that when you get clean water that's nice and chilled, is better than like you know when you drink cold chilled water it's like oh my god that feels great but you know i don't know but you know the last point i'll say because you have to wrap it the last thing you're right but the last thing i'll say because we do have to wrap this up is that earth is going to be heaven eventually you were right about that you're not in heaven forever earth is actually where yeah, I think this is it, no i'm telling you it's, this place is awesome but we're destroying yeah. it for no reason. Why? Because of progressives. They, that's their whole get down. It's, it's a whole misnomer. They're why, why do they call it progressive? Because they're trying to advance demon thinking. It's just, <laughs> you know, we, we don't got a lot enough time to get into it, but. Yeah. Oh well, we, we do have to cut it short because this thing's going to kick me out. But honestly, let's yeah. uh, talk about this more so tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning into the American Made and Paid Show. Got anything last words to add, Professor Dreg? That's, just it. Yeah, that, that's it. We're, we're done. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll talk soon. We'll see you all soon. All right. Take care, everybody.